Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. Welcome to another edition of the Dodgers Nation Blue Heaven Roundtable, whatever the hell we're calling it. To my right is the legend himself. He's sitting in my seat. Douglas McCain, DMAC underscore LA. Follow him. Good follow on Twitter and Instagram. This guy to my left, Noah Cameras, one of our fine writers here within our network. Check him out, DodgersNation.com. Check him out. Speaking of not exciting today... We are talking about Cody Bellinger, his future in Dodger Blue. There's, I mean, we've been talking about this uh, around the network, around the YouTube here for months. You guys know my take. I said if he does not have a good year, he's a true non-tender candidate. And people are finally realizing, like, this might be the year that that uh, Cody is on his way out. Quick numbers before we throw to these guys, because we're going to kind of do this a little bit of pro-con uh, of uh, bringing back or not bringing back Cody Bellinger. He's hit 203 since 2020 with a 648 OPS. I'm sure Doug's going to give you the numbers, and they're going to look better when we get there. 193 over the last two years. Injuries, we know, derailed his 2021 season. The shoulder, the surgery after the fact, the leg, things just haven't been good. But again, non-tender candidate. We have a poll that went up on our Dodgers Nation Twitter account. Uh, Almost 3,500 fans voted on it. They think he's going to be playing elsewhere. So let's jump into it. Doug, what are the cons of... I, I don't know if I'm even wording it right. What are the cons of, of a Bellinger coming back? And where do you see Cody Bellinger playing in 2023? So first of all, the cons would be if you bring back Cody Bellinger, he's playing a spot that could be taken up by another player. One of the younger Dodgers. We saw what James Outman did in his time. A lot of people are high on him. They think he could have a future. Trace Thompson has a couple more years of team control. A lot of Dodger fans high on him. And then also, depending on what they do in free agency, if they do sign an Aaron Jones. If you're able to bring a guy like him onto the scene, well, you could free up some cash for Cody Bellinger. But I think a lot of Dodger fans out there, they're caught up on the fact that, yeah, you could save 15, 16, 17 million dollars by non-tendering Cody Bellinger. Yes, you could possibly get him to agree to a lesser deal to try to prove himself, have those incentives. But with the Dodgers, it's about length. So no matter what, it's not like he has four or five years on his deal. You would basically be betting on the fact that you could take him up to free agency, see if you can figure it out. But I think the biggest con to me would be he'd be taking up a spot where he's just not a productive bat. Last season, he struggled once again. It's been a few years removed from the shoulder injury and he just really hasn't been able to figure things out. I mean, his bat is 22% below league average in the two years since that surgery. So really, you just kind of wonder, is this a good time to just rip that band-aid off? I always say what must be done, uh, what must be done eventually should be done immediately. And I think (laughs) If you're the Dodgers and Cody Bellinger, you say to yourself, yes, he does play elite defense. There's no question about that. And if they aren't able to make some of these splash signings, I think you could look at it and say, hey, he's a guy that could benefit a little from the shift next season. I think that's a little bit overblown. I mean, if you look at his numbers, fan graphs projects him to have a 14 point batting average increase because of the shift. But I will say just from a mental standpoint and an approach standpoint, he'll have the opportunity to pull some more balls, just be a little more free up there at the plate. So 
to me, it's not cut and dry. Like, oh, belly's gone no matter what. I think it's still conditional on how the Dodgers look in the offseason. But well, I'm interested to hear what Mr. Noah Cameras has to say about this. Yeah, though, we got to look at the the not to say any of us are necessarily very for or against Cody, but there there is a case to be made. You know, you mentioned James Outman. There's a reason we didn't see James Outman. I'm probably stealing from your thunder there a little bit, but there's a reason we didn't see James Outman in center field or even playing Major League Baseball in September. They they are not high on his defense, and Cody Bellinger does give you good plus two elite defense when he's at his best, and there aren't other center field options especially right now within the organization so that's kind of your jumping off point if you're going to make a pro uh cody bellinger stance it's got to be on his defense and the potential of them figuring something out yeah that's exactly what it is i mean like you said he is a plus defender in a really important position in center field that you know the leader of that outfield he obviously won that gold glove in 2019 in right field but he's been uh, one of the better defenders in center field the last few years made some really game-changing plays at point, especially in the 2020 postseason. So there's that. Then you look at the free agent center field class. There are not really some good options, and especially defensive-wise. Mm-hmm. So there's no one there that you really want to put on an everyday basis of, we want to throw this guy out there in center field, trust his defense, trust his bat. There aren't a lot of those options. I mean, if Aaron Judge were to come and they were to move Mookie to center, okay, that's maybe the best case scenario, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that happening. So then you're looking internally, and like you said, James Outman is there, Trace Thompson is there. You made the point, James Outman didn't play for the, you know, when he came up, he went back down, we never saw him again. They played six weeks of not important baseball when he could have come up and got a shot to maybe make a postseason roster, never got that chance. I know there was some swing and miss issues and whatever else there was, the defense, he never got that chance. Why didn't he get that chance? All right, they don't trust him yet. He's still young. At some point he might be the guy, but next year probably won't be that year. So then you're looking at Trace Thompson. Yeah, Trace Thompson had a dream season. He came... In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Out of nowhere, he was one of the better hitters at one point, especially against right-handed hit pitching. In the postseason, he was nowhere to be found. He, yeah. he got a lot of opportunities. He was really given a chance. He went two for 13. He batted 154, six strikeouts. And he did have three walks. He had some better at-bats in the last two games. But he was just not someone that the Dodgers could have trusted in that moment. Yeah. And in game four, I think a lot of us wanted to see Cody Bellinger out there over Trace, <laughs> um, which is not something we thought we were going to say. Yeah, how the turntables exactly. have turned there. So I, I don't know if Cody is the best option, but... There's definitely a case to bring him back. And I know you were talking about maybe a two-year, 12 million. Yeah, I mean, it looks like there. if there is any opportunity for, for Cody Bellinger to be back with this team, you know, you, you try to get a multi-year. It's a two-year good faith deal. But at the same time, you're talking about a guy who was rookie of the year, almost set a new uh, National League home run record for for rookies in in 2017 this is a guy who won a national league mvp in 2019 it's hard to say hey you've been rough for the last 
you know, three years. You've also been hurt. Will you take a whole lot less money to come and play for us again? Like, you know, I was saying like a two and 12 with incentives. Another key factor. He's a Scott Boris client. Boris does not like that. He can go out and find him a one year prove it. Uh, you know, maybe with a, a, a player or a mutual option, some sort of Korea type of deal where it's a higher money. You know, another team's going to get uh, a, they're going to get pedigree. They're going to get somebody who's been there before. And maybe this is, you know, uh, on Sports Center LA a couple weeks ago, uh, Jerry Harrison mentioned, you know, change of scenery could do Cody well. Maybe this is just one of those points where you move on and he goes somewhere else and he actually listens to the coaches. Maybe he brings the hands down. Maybe he gets that nice 2021 postseason uh, a swing going again. But thoughts on, on the contract part of it. Do you think there is any reality to a multi-year, you know, still short term, you know, two year, let's say a 12, maybe 15 less than, you know, he could be up to 17 and a half million dollars this year. Cause maybe even 18 because he did have an okay year and arbitration. They don't go backwards. This is his final year of arbitration. What do you think of all the money and the Boris factor? Well, the Boris factor is definitely real. And you made a great point where Scott Boris is going to find a way to try to maximize his client. We were talking about Bryce Harper the other day. I remember when he was a free agent, he called it <laughs> yeah. Harper's Bazaar. I'm sure he'll come up with some catchy phrase for Cody Bellinger. But the reality is it's been a belly flop. And you can't pay out that much money for a guy that's putting up those numbers. Last year in Major League Baseball, teams paid out $8.5 million in war for per war. Last year, Bailey had a one5 B war a 1.3 F war. So he definitely is an overpaid player. It's like you want an Omaha steak and, but you get a McRib. Okay. And yeah, it was Bruh. great that the McRib came back, but I don't think we need Cody Bellinger back. And look, they say, if you have a McRib and a shamrock shake that you enter a time machine, I would like to go into a time machine and go back and tell Kike Hernandez not to hurt his shoulder. And maybe things would be different for Bellinger. But I think those are all great points. I think that a change of scenery could absolutely benefit him. And I think think that I just find it hard to believe that if the Dodgers where they could offer him a 20% pay cut, there is ways that you can reduce his salary with the arbitration number. But I still think that still would be an overpay even at that number. Now, the best case scenario for belly, if he wants to remain a Dodger is you do sign that lesser deal and you see if you can put yourself in a position with incentives to still a make money and also reinvent yourself, reestablish your brand, put yourself in a position to get a nice deal. Once you hit free agent, But look, if you look at the back of his baseball card, there's a lot to like. And I think teams out there will like the branding of Belly. You talk about an MVP, a multi-time all-star, gold glove award winner. But still, I just don't see with Boris and Belly the kind of stature they have to say, oh, you're not you're going to non-tender me. I'm not going to crawl back and sign a lesser deal. I just don't see that, especially when you consider the fact Look, they still have Chris Taylor under that four year, $60 million contract. He can play some center field. So I think if Belly leaves, it's definitely going to be a hole. You can't replace. Cody Bellinger's defense. We know what he can do with the glove. We know the impact he had in 2020 and beyond that, but I think you'll see a rotating cast of characters with the Trace Thompsons, yeah. Mookie Betts, who knows, maybe if he doesn't play second base, maybe you see him play in center field. I don't anticipate, I wouldn't bet on them getting Aaron yeah. Judge. You also have Brandon Nemo out there who's an interesting name. There are some names out there, but yeah, I think when it comes to Cody Bellinger signing a lesser deal, I just don't see that in the cards. You, know, you talk about the branding. There are a lot of clubs around the National League and around Major League Baseball that would love to say we are bringing in Cody Bellinger. You're going to put maybe some butts in the seats in 
in Anaheim, if you're going to be like, hey, we move Mike Trout to left field, where at this point in his career, he belongs most likely, and then Cody Bellinger's your new center fielder, or guess what? He has a connection to Farhan Zaidi. There's a lot of grass to cover up there yeah, at Oracle Park in San Francisco. Uh, there are teams out there that are certainly going to think they can fix, you know, Cody Bellinger. What will it take for him to want to be fixed in Los Angeles to finally to, to be that guy to admit that swing? Maybe with his body, he's a little older now. Maybe it doesn't work in this league anymore, but I do like here. I want to stay home in L.A. I want to be I want this to be my team. How do they come together in that communication? Yeah, I mean, there is a I feel like there is a chance that Cody does say, I mean, I've been here my whole career. I really like it here. You know, I was a former MVP. I was a former whatever else here. I mean, I World Series champion World Series champ. And this team is in position to win more of those World Series. And if he can, I mean, I don't know, if, if Cody Bellinger hits 260 this year and comes through in the postseason, maybe that team is playing right now. I mean, you know, he, he, that's, that's a yeah. big piece that was not there. So maybe you do kind of try to get, maybe some new hitting coaches could maybe convince Cody mm-hmm. Bellinger to uh, <laughs> maybe change a few approaches. That yeah. could be something. And bring, uh, the, uh, the, bring back Turner Ward. <laughs> yeah, bring back Turner. <laughs> That's the answer. Um, but the other thing I, I do think is, I, I do think from a Dodgers point of view, I think a lot of fans would have an issue with Cody Bellinger not being there. Yeah. Just because of, I mean, obviously, I, th- I think the fans who watched every day are probably frustrated and fed up with Cody, but the fans who, you know, tune in here, tune in there are overall love the you know, the last few years, they love Cody Bellinger. I mean, he's, yeah. he's definitely, I mean, w- when his name gets announced, he always gets cheered at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, yeah. He's even, never getting booed. Even when he's hitting a buck 30, yeah, he's exactly, still getting No matter the- what, he's getting his cheers. People love him. So there is something to be said about just kind of the continuity of bringing someone like that back, who everyone loves, who there's never any clubhouse issues with. And at the other point, I, on, the, on the other side of it, I think Dodger fans would just be, it would be so hard to see him in a different uniform, yeah. especially in a division rival. And I, I just know if he goes somewhere else, he's going to hit like 340 bombs. I mean, he's going to be like an MVP candidate just because of the change of scenery. Yeah, I mean, you look at the numbers. I mean, he's a guy who had almost 70 runs batted in this year. He hit almost 20 bombs. Uh, you know, it, it, save for, I mean, if he could find a way to level out the swing a little bit, find a little bit gr- more grass, maybe that, that shift change does help. And we can get back to, you remember back in the day, we thought we were really like, oh, 2018, this is going to be a terrible year. It's going to be the worst year of his career. We would kill, Dodger fans would kill to have that version of Cody Bellinger back yeah. and especially not playing in another uniform because I think that will be a spark. But you would you would hope, you would think there is that opportunity for uh, for him to find a spark here with the Dodgers. I, I agree with what you're saying there. You know, there's a reason for him to want to say because this is my home. This is what I've known. But there you could also see him. Hey, they have another kid on the way. Maybe he wants to play in, in Arizona for yeah. a season or two. Another spot where his defense and his wheels play up in the outfield, but might as well talk a little bit about Aaron Judge. Is that something where they maybe look to reallocate the money? Go that way. Or even it could be Trey Turner money. I mean, if it's me, I'm taking Trey Turner over Cody. If it's one or the other, what do you think? Yeah, I think you look at that money. I think the Dodgers look at this as it's a one year. If it's one year for the Dodgers, they're so deep in the pockets that they're not. It's not going to hurt them at all. But I think when it comes to belly, it's more of a matter of, look, this guy is not producing at the level that 
warrants that kind of contract. But also, I think, too, the Dodgers did him dirty. I truly believe that. I mean, I think the Dodgers, the, when I saw the lineup and you have Belly on the bench against a righty, that's where I knew that it was the beginning of the end. And it does feel like it's, you know, they were, the Dodgers and Belly, they were like high school sweethearts and she's trying to fix him and they're trying to make things work. But really, they've kind yeah. of just grown apart. And that's mm-hmm. just kind of how it feels at this point. And also, just look at last season. I mean, he was the second most productive player for the Dodgers in the wild card game. He draws that walk. He steals that base. He had the game winning hit in the NLDS. I think Cody Bellinger, if he has a better postseason, kind of like you were saying, I think that we might not even be having this conversation right now. But look, at the same token, he had an entire year to prove himself. And look, to me, 2021, you're coming off that injury. You hurt your leg. And there's a great piece out right now that talks about how the leg injury may be affecting him more at the plate than the shoulder surgery. I'm going to drop a video on that. And I think that that year, I'm okay. You know, he was atrocious. 47 WRC plus this year, 83 WRC plus. That's a 36 point increase. So you saw a steady increase. But look, Belly, they gave him an opportunity to prove himself at the plate. And he just didn't take advantage of it. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. So when it comes to Aaron Judge, though, I think that to me, we're living in this post Dodgers NLDS collapse world where when you have a failure of that magnitude, no one's safe. It's about self-evaluating. Yeah. It's about seeing who we can bring in in this situation. Look, Aaron Judge is a big dude and you don't want guys playing at that center field position because it's demanding. Yeah, he's a big guy, man. He is a he's, he's like, like Godzilla in Tokyo. I mean, he's a gigantic human yeah. being. He's a lot of dude. He's a lot of meat. Yeah. 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 So. Look, I don't, I don't want to see my Aaron Judge if he's my $350 gajillion investment playing in center field, considering how demanding and all the wear and tear. But I do think, though, that there is a world where Cody Bellinger is picked up. And I think that if that happens, Dodger fans will freak out. Like, how could you give a player with those numbers that yeah. kind of money? They're like going to be said, the loudest, for yeah. sure. But the Dodgers are going to look at this and say, well, who do we sign? Who do we not sign? We value his defense. And we think, yeah, you just mentioned his numbers. Look, 19 home runs, right? I mean, he plays defense. He really is the Russell Westbrook of Major League Baseball. (laughs) He does does not need to be MVP Cody anymore. If he could be Westbrook not going for the threes, that'd be great. He's Cody Bellybrook, man. I mean, but at least he (laughs) plays defense. Whereas Westbrook, he played defense for like a quarter and Laker fans like, oh, he's doing something. He's contributing something. So he definitely still has a tangible contribution to what he provides. But I just think that Bellinger, it almost is a mutual parting of ways. And I think that if you're Bellinger, you're saying, well, how can I get the biggest bag I can when I hit free agency? I think that could be with another team. Yeah, you know, it, it, it is team. You know, we talked about uh, Andrew Friedman even talked about this is going to be an offseason of change. The best way you make change is you rip that Band-Aid right now. You have the opportunity to kind of walk away from a couple of franchise cornerstones with Justin Turner potentially and Cody Bellinger um, as a Dodger fan. An angel expert. No. As a Dodger fan, do you uh, are you okay like with the idea of new era Dodgers without two very important pieces? 
I think it's tough. I think in some capacity, we need some sort of a new era after a loss like this in the NLDS, yeah. as disappointing, as drastic, as embarrassing as it was. It's almost like if next season is just a similar roster, it's almost like, what's the point? So you do need some. <laughs> they did win 111 games. They and did, and then they lost. 86 they next year. <laughs> yeah. 86 yeah, in a ring. Uh, yeah. um, so I, I, whoosh. at some point, I think you need some change. But, you know, if if you're making change just for the sake of making change, I don't think that's a good way to do it. I mean, I, I do trust Andrew Freeman to find the right guys and find the right pieces. But if it's just, if the thought process is, and we got to change things up, so let's not re-sign Belly and let's not take off the club option on Justin Turner. It's like, yeah. okay, maybe that's not the best approach. But if it's, we're not doing this because we're going to use that money to go get Aaron Judge or, you know, another big Carlos Correa, another big guy, maybe a starting pitcher. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, it definitely would get him closer to that luxury tax threshold, the CBT and everything. But when you talk about, will they really non-tender a guy that they don't have to pay long term? So I think that it's a money thing, but I think it's more of how they see this roster. And you just need more offensive production from yeah. your outfield. So, but look, you know, I, I'm, the, I'm Cody. Love. I'm, I'm a belly ever. This is a guy that, you know, I, I kind of separated my fandom with some players, but this is a guy that I just loved you know the 2019 season was magical and yeah. everything that he provided and you definitely want to hold on to those homegrown guys we already mm -hmm. saw Corey Seager go elsewhere and if you think you can fix Cody Bellinger and he can be a more productive bat then I think you consider it but if not I don't think his defense is good enough to justify tendering a contract at that price yeah these are going to be some uh, tough conversations this front office is going to have Brandon Gomes is going to have his work cut out for him yeah. for sure but the front office in case you don't know he's the general manager it's not andrew friedman calling all the shots even though it really is but again those are our thoughts those are our takes read more about it dodgersnation.com make sure you guys are subscribed to youtube youtube.com slash dodgers nation tv you guys know the words i totally didn't mumble my way through that one this guy is dmac underscore la the greatest follow in the history of the universe on twitter and instagram no and that guy's noah cameras <laughs> guys uh, drop your thoughts in the comments below and we'll see you on the next episode in a roaring stadium their silence is deafening 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home.